Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to another episode of Badass Direct Sales Mastery. I'm your host, your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger, helping you whip your business into shape. And I cannot tell you how excited Static, I am to have our our guest with me today to share her with you because I met her on, and I know you guys are going to be shocked because pe- generally I meet people in one of two places, either BNI or the Marketers Cruise. And guess what? This gal happens to be a little of both. So let me introduce you to Marcy Parker. Marcy is the mother of four daughters and found her husband in the parking lot of Walmart. We have to talk about that. It's true. <laughs> oh, great. At a young age, Marcy learned to work for what she wanted and needed. Her skills have translated into her growing a six-figure business year over year, being the head of a highly engaged women's organization and teaching others how to automate and scale while keeping personal accountability at the center. Marcy loves game nights, having neighbors over for dinner, and enjoys a solid belly flop into the pool, especially when it brings a smile to those around her. Oh my gosh, Marcy, welcome to the show. Thank you. I am like, that is a great bio. I did a good job. (laughs) You know, sometimes you forget when you tell people you have different bios for different opportunities. And I love that because the vibe of your podcast is totally like, let's just get together and chill. And I was listening to your podcast and you know one of my four daughters was like mom what are you listening to that is a bad word and i was like yeah this is not like my podcast it's a little different so Mm -hmm. we can listen to something else but i love your podcast so thank you for having me oh yeah absolutely i'm so glad you are here because when we sat down for lunch one day on the marketers cruise and we were talking accountability we were talking all the things that people you know drop the ball on, right? And how we can really begin to move that forward. I was like, okay, we got to stop talking about this because I'm going to have nothing to ask you about when I have you on the show. (laughs) So how did you get into the world of accountability? Yes, it all started when I started my business in 2015. I was a fitness instructor and personal trainer. And I told my husband that I wanted to be better about doing the things I know I should. And I had worked with a couple personal trainers. One was great. She answered all of my questions, but she tried to turn me into a vegan. And I was like, mm, no, that's not what I signed up for. And then I worked with another trainer who did not hold me accountable. She took my money and I never heard from her again. So I thought, hey, if I can create something better where I answer people's questions and I do take their money, I think I could be on to something. So I created a program and my husband is a computer programmer, which is why I help people continue to scale and automate. And I told him it doesn't matter what people know, it matters what they do. So accountability has always been at the forefront of what I do. And 
And it's morphed big time. As you know, and your listeners probably know too, you've tried a lot of different things and you have to just shift based on what works and what doesn't. So I was personal trainer turned macro coach, turned uh, mindset coach, turned life coach. And now I've, I've settled on life and business coaching, specializing in accountability for business owners. So it doesn't matter what you do. Like you really have to figure out what works for you in terms of doing the things you know you should do. Yes. Okay. So let's dig into the accountability piece. Let's start with the first question that comes to mind for me based on just my experience with people in that I've worked with. What keeps your clients or what keeps people who aren't yet your clients or my clients, what keeps them from being accountable right now? Mm, love this question. The blanket answer is wrong expectations. Because Ooh. if you are trying to do something that you don't really expect of yourself, it will not happen. So I, my tagline or whatever is my accountability code teaches you to become aligned in mind and body. So follow through becomes easy and peaceful. Because how many times do you think something and you're like, I should do that. I should do that. I know I should do that. But your body is not listening. There is a reason why. So again, blanket answer is if you have the wrong expectations, sorry, nothing's going to get done. And yeah. if you're like, no, but I really want to do this thing. It's like, do you? And <laughs> my process of the accountability code is what reveals the next perfect action steps because, you know, there is discipline and willpower for a reason. Mm -hmm. However, sometimes the expectations or the goals are just too big or not clear enough. And so the process of the code really helps us strip away what is not for us and allows us to tune into the things that we really, really do care about enough to physically follow through. Gotcha. So, okay, that all sounds well and good. Give us an example, right? Because yes, all of those things make sense in our head right? Oh yeah, we have rolling expectations. Of course, that's why we're not doing it. What does that mean? So can you give us a specific example of a wrong expectation that was maybe holding somebody back and how you were able to shift that, that one small thing? Yeah. So one of my current mastermind clients, she actually is in direct sales and, and marketing. And when she came to me, she was like, I got to get this product in people's hands. And unfortunately, she was dealing with this company's drama and this team leader going to join that company and trying to take the, the downline with her. And so when we went through the accountability code, I said, do you want to sell something that you're not yet converted to? Or do you want to sell something that you know without a doubt you know you need and other people needs? So it came down to her deciding, what am I converted to? Well, I'm converted to health and wellness. So I can sell that. And while I'm doing that, then I can figure out the products and the supplements later. So asking herself, what is it that you're really converted to that makes you want to get out of bed in the morning is something you can take action on now because she was kind of stuck waiting on other people. What's that leader going to do? What's this new com compensation plan? And she, she was stuck. She couldn't take action because she was waiting on somebody else's expectations for her and we know that's just not going to work if you wait around for other people. So it was really cool. I helped her create a course, an online course, and she launched it and got 10 clients right off the bat. And of, of course, it wasn't you know massive income right off the bat, but those reoccurring clients for her programs were paying more out 
then her commission would have been on the sample pack or the next thing she was trying to sell. Yeah. No, exactly. And and that's really the key is to to figure out what that what that is, right? That what's the expectation that we have for ourselves and is it too big and what is that? So so you've been alluding to the accountability code. Tell me how you developed this code over time. What's the what's the story behind this? Cuz we're going to Okay. Uh <laughs> spoiler alert. Y'all are going to have access to this in a little bit. So how did you develop the accountability code? Yes. Okay. So first, I never wanted to write a book. Um, I'll just start with that. And right. <laughs> so when somebody told me, I was part of a big uh, production where it was a competition for business owners to scale. And they said, in order to establish yourself as an expert in your field, you're going to write three books in six months. And I was like, eh, no thanks. I don't like that expectation. But I'll I'll shoot for one. I think that a lot of the mindset things that I teach are very important. So I set off to write this book on accountability and I wrote all the stories and I followed the program to a T and my coach, you know, I said, here's what I want to name it. And he was like, that's a stupid name. It doesn't resonate with anybody. You should call it the accountability code. And I said, you know what? That's fine. And I was in this big timeline of get this book done, get this book done. And I had spent five weeks in Guatemala writing my book because it was a big project. A lot of things were hinging on this message coming out. And I came home from Guatemala. I got COVID. My parents split up after 40 years and I was supposed to fly away again and film. And I just, I was sick. And I told my husband, I said, please, can I quit everything? I mean, I've repented. I have life insurance. It might just be my time. And I'm okay with that. (laughs) <laughs> and he said, no, you're going to you're going to do great. It's going to be fine. And the whole time the the publisher was like, we need the book. Send it over. And I, I sent it over and I said, hey, it's done. You take care of the editing, the publishing, the, the design. And he said, this is not done. And I said, bad words. And I <laughs> I said, you know, this is done. So I was getting over COVID and I had one hour on the train to figure out how to submit this book in a way that it would just be done. And I had a come to Jesus moment. And I said, how do I get this message out there? I know you want to do it. And I'll be damned if the last five weeks was a waste. Like, please help me get Mm -hmm. this out. So the first step of the accountability code is reflection. So reflection is what you are spending your mental energy on, a goal, a value, or a problem. So for me, my problem was I spent so much time, I want to get this out and I need to get it done. The second step of the accountability code is humility. So that's where I said, okay, Heavenly Father, I need some help here. (laughs) I need some big time help. I'm not sure what else to do. I have followed their plan and their expectations to a T, and they're telling me it's not done. Please help me. What else do I need to do? The third step of the accountability code is planning. So I said, okay, I have one hour to figure out how all of these 50 stories tie together. And I'm going to take what I know, and I'm just going to write one document that ties them all together. So planning is what I did. Implementing is putting into use your desired skills or values. And that's the fourth step of the accountability code. So my desired skills or values was to get my message out in an authentic way and to freaking write for one hour nonstop to get this done. The fifth step of the accountability code is commitment, where I said, okay, before I get on the plane and get in airplane mode, I'm going to send this off to the publisher. Even if it's imperfect, I'm just going to get it done. The commitments that you make are black and white. They can be proven. 
They can be shown to other people. And I said, I'm going to send that email off and go. Well, I get on the airplane, you know, trying. I'm, I like took a wheelchair from the airplane to the rental car because I was that tired after COVID oh, and wow. recovering. And, and I opened up my email, turned my internet back on. And the last step of the accountability code is feedback. It's information use as a basis for improvement. And my publisher wrote me and he said, finally, finally, this is a book that we are proud to publish. And wow. I, I went back, gave Heavenly Father the feedback. Oh my gosh, I just cracked the code that I'm teaching other people. I had to walk the walk before mm. I could preach it. So it wasn't until the accountability code was converted in my own heart that I could be a boss at teaching it to other people. So that that's the very inspirational answer of how the accountability code was born. <laughs> but it was it's so crazy because my book, the entire process, I had never even used the framework on anybody until that point. And it was just such a blessing because what if I didn't ever use my own framework and I started preaching it? No, that would not have worked at all. So since coming out with the accountability code, I finally found that place, my place in the world that I'm called to help other people with. And that's that's amazing. And guess what? It's so easy for me to be accountable to because they're my own expectations. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love this. Love this. Okay. So it, it's it sounds simple, right? How simple is it really to implement? Yes, I love this question because the accountability code can be exhausting. That's not the right word. Exhaustive. You can make it very long. How long am I going to reflect? Some mm. people are very good at reflecting for a very long time, <laughs> right? Yes. Humility. Stop calling stop. me out, Marcy. Stop. <laughs> Some people are very good at humility where they'll they'll tap in, they'll tap in, they'll tap in, but they don't bring it into the physical presence. And so as you continue to move down the code, planning is at your strength. Implementing, most people don't like implementing, which is why they hire me. Mm. And then the commitments are hard. But using the code, this those six steps in order, it does not have to be drawn out. You can say, I already know how to reflect. I already know my process for tapping into my greater strengths. Plan, am I already following the plan? Like, should I just follow what I committed to instead of making up something more exciting? And mm. so it really, it really doesn't have to be that hard. I know that some people are probably like, she's lying. It's going to take me forever. But really, the accountability code gets to be applied to you. It's not my, I'm not going to force you to do it, but you get to decide, okay, what does my plan look like? Maybe my plan is just getting out of bed today because sometimes that's all we can do. Mm. Implementing, okay, what can I put into use today? Gratitude. That's how I'm going to implement my big plan is something so small. So I think if people think it's really hard or it takes a lot of time, you probably just need practice owning that you're the boss. You get to decide. You can throw away those expectations. Okay, let's dig yeah. into that one. Yeah, throw you... the expectation away that it has to take a long time or it has to be hard. It doesn't. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So when you were on the cruise, did you get to spend any time or chat with Shiraz Babu? Yeah. Yes, I did. Okay. Okay. So 
What I found so interesting about the fact that I met the two of you on the same ship in two different conversations and how... Well, I kind of piggybacked. I saw you talking to him and I was like, I'm just going to witness and observe if that's okay. So yes, I love it. Because that's exactly what he helped me do. Mm Because I had these big grandiose thoughts of, of X, Y, or Z, right? Because he ended up taking me through... Mm-hmm. business. He ended up taking me through money beliefs. He ended up taking me through health and weight beliefs, like, and did it all in like 20 minutes. Yes. And you want to know what I loved the most about that? That conversation is that you already had the answers. You already had the answers. You knew what your own expectations were. You knew the things that you weren't doing. Mm-hmm. You knew the things that you were doing that weren't yours. And really, when I sat down and I talked to Shiraz, I was like, we are very similar. I told him, I said, I just do it in a lot more words than you do. And he's like, (laughs) he was laughing. Yeah, that makes sense. But that's the thing. It's like accountability. I went to lunch one time and some guy said, wow, you wrote a book on accountability. You have to like always be on top of your game, huh? And I said, yeah, but so do you. Everybody Mm -hmm. is going to be held accountable all the time. The trick is, what are you accepting accountability for? That's what makes a difference. Oh, okay. That's the title for today's episode. <laughs> I love that. What are you accepting accountability for? That, okay. Anybody else who's listening right now who just had like an aha moment, y'all need to reach out to Marcy and say thank you. Okay. Because, it, you know, for my badass crew, you've you've heard it once. You've heard me say it a million times. If you're listening to this, it's because the universe believed that you needed to hear this. And I really hope that that was the moment that you're like, that's freaking fantastic. Okay. So as you've been shifting through all this, you have the accountability code book, you have an audio book, you have it, um, uh, an ebook for people who want to read and see it visually. And we're going to give access to everybody, uh, the badass crew. Um, we have the link in the show notes, guys. So you're going to be able to listen or read and or maybe do both if you need to go through and do that. So what's the best way for people to implement the accountability code? The first thing you need to do is become familiar with it. Even if the very least you took notes on what those six steps are, you mm-hmm. are in a very good position to start being accountable. And I'll, I'll list them again. Reflection, humility, planning, implementing, commitment, and feedback. If you are skipping steps, you will find yourself accepting commitments that aren't right for you or that other people put on you. If you're skipping humility, then you're failing to recognize how it fits into your big picture. If you're skipping feedback, you're going down the wrong the wrong path without course correction. So all of these steps, and you guys can't see it, but I'm wearing my sweater, wake up and show up. I would like people to remember the first three steps of the code are waking up, Mm. which is reflection, humility, planning. Get your mental state in a place where you trust yourself. The second half of implementing commitment and feedback, those are physical. Those are active things that you must do in order to see progress in your life. So I think what people need to do is 
memorize those steps. Even if you never get the book, if you never talk to me again, it's like get the steps and test yourself. Do an inventory. How am I doing with these things? Am I trying to do all this and I don't even know what my plan is? Am I implementing all of this stuff and not even knowing if it's making me feel good about myself right now in this moment? I, I, I find that a lot of people are hustling, but they've never taken the time to really tune in to see if they're waking up and showing up according to their own life. Oh my gosh. That I love your facial expression. Deep. <laughs> like, I'm serious. Kind of <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Take kind of off. You Here's are him. smart. Uh, that is like, I love that because it, it's, it, it seems it, like a no-brainer. Like, I, I'm sure there are some people right now who are probably face-palming themselves going, duh. Like, I, I should. Yes, we all feel like we need to know this. And trust me, y'all, when I say the number of times I get Jenny Bellinger, meaning I hear from other people what I tell other people to do oh, when they're saying it to me about me and myself and my business. I'm like, oh, yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One thing that's funny, too, is my if you can't tell, I can be a very prideful or egocentric person. And you'll read this in my book. My dad actually compares me to Satan because neither of us have humility. And it is all just very funny. But I find that as I develop my own personal accountability code, then I don't have to listen to other people. And the beauty of that is when I do, I'm very aware of what's coming in to help me. And I'm sharing this because if, if listeners, if you're finding yourself kind of in a negative state or people are dragging you down, scarcity mindset, comparing yourself, a lot of times it's because we haven't learned that own personal code for us yet. And so asking for feedback is something I really enjoy doing because it's easier to ask for feedback and receive it than to not ask for it and receive it anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> as you learn, I mean, even this, it's like, you want to have a come to Jesus moment because you picked it? Or do you want to be chastised or put in your place in a very humiliating way? Mm. It's like, go out of your way to develop the personal accountability because life is just so much easier that way. Oh. Oh my gosh. I could talk to you about this forever. So I have a feeling we're going to, we need a sleepover. I was going to say, we're going to, we're going to bring you back, but yes, a sleepover would also be fun. I don't know. What do y'all say? A badass retreat where we, where we work with Marcy on our personal accountability. Wouldn't that be fun? Oh my gosh. And okay. After we hit stop on the recording, sorry that y'all get to hear this, but this is there. You would not believe the stuff that my guests and I talk about when we're not recording, but Marcy, I'm going to share with you a team building activity that I actually came up with based on brunch that I had with my girlfriends yesterday that I think we totally need to do at our retreat. Yeah, that sounds fun. Great. Oh my gosh. So excited because this was something that came out of just me and my girlfriends just having a blast at brunch yesterday morning. And I was like, somebody goes, you should totally do this with your clients. And I was like, Oh my God, you're right. I should. That's brilliant. So now I'm like, okay, we're going to talk to Marcy about this. So anyway, so we're going to bring you back because we could dig deeper into just doing the wake up part of this. We could dig deeper into the show up part of this. Mm -hmm. This is so awesome. All right. So 
badass crew. For those of you who have been listening, you know where the show notes are. You know how to get there. If you happen to be listening right now and this is your first time listening and you're like, am I part of the badass crew? Well, that's on you. If you if you keep listening, yes, you could be part of the badass crew. But you're probably wondering, how do I get to this accountability code ebook and audiobook? So what you're going to do is you're going to click, grab your phone, click on today's episode. Now, just make sure you're not driving. Please don't do this while driving. Do this when you're not driving. Scroll underneath Marcy's picture and you are going to see the link where you can click on to get the audiobook and the ebook if you want, either or both for the accountability code, wake up and show up. Oh my gosh, because if you had any aha moments for today, you probably need to go get this so you can dig deeper into your own accountability code. Marcy, thank you for sharing this with my peeps. I'm so thankful for you. Thank you so much. I'm I'm honored that you chose to have me on your podcast. Oh, girl. <laughs> We are going to change some lives. I am so excited for this. Well, anyway, those lives that want to be changed. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that you make a really good point because accountability only works if people are honest about mm. what they want to do. That's just my disclaimer. If you if you are wanting to be more accountable, honesty is the number one requirement for that. So yeah, the people who want to will, they'll start somehow. Yeah, I love that. All right. So, Badass Crew, please reach out to Marcy. We have all of her socials in the uh, show notes below, just like where you found the link. Connect with her. Let her know you heard her here on the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast so she knows exactly where you came from so that she can be aware of where you're coming from and how maybe you might want some help. (laughs) So, um, and Marcy, again, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh my gosh. Yes. So badass crew, I want you to stay tuned because you know how this goes. Stay tuned because there's another badass episode on its way. Thanks for listening to the badass direct sales mastery podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to badassdirectsalesmastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.